and give your word unto your people. Father, we thank you that it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives in us. So we give you glory, honor, and praise. And we thank you for our helper and our teacher on tonight, which is the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Who was first? Teresa? And the one that's going to come after Teresa, you can come up. Who's coming after Teresa? Miss Deborah, TJ not here. So Kathy, you can come after Miss Deborah. Okay. We've been studying the um, order of the church and the way that God lined things up. We start at the gate. The gate represents Jesus, and the gate was made of a curtain of. Um, Blue, purple, and scarlet. The blue representing heaven, the purple representing royalty, and the scarlet representing his blood. And the gate represents Jesus being the only way to the Father. You had to go through the gate to get to God. Then we get in the outer court. And in the outer court is where um, an offering was made. First, we come to the brazen altar. At the brazen altar is where the animal sacrifices were made for the atonement of sin. And the brazen altar uh, represents Jesus. Um, it represents where Jesus, um, the sacrifice was made, where Jesus sacrificed his life for our sins. And the brazen altar was um, made of bronze, which represents judgment. Then we get to the laver. The laver was made of brass, of polished brass. It was like a looking glass, like a mirror, where you, when you look in it, when they looked in it, they could see their reflection, um, which would remind them of their sins and how Jesus took, of how sinful they were and how Jesus took the, their sins. Let me start over. The laver was brass, polished brass, and it was like a mirror. And the laver was filled with water. It was a wash basin where the priests had to wash their hands and their feet each day before they could enter into enter in unto God. They had to be cleansed. They didn't have to wash their bodies because their bodies were already cleansed, but their hands and their feet had to be washed because of their daily activities when they were outside of the um, tabernacle were dirty. And they had to be clean to get before God. And the labor represents um, us being washed by the water of the word. And it represents where we need to go into the word each day to be cleansed, to remind us of our sinful ways and to remind us of what Jesus would want us to look like. But when we look in that labor, we, it reminds us of who we were. But we're clean, cleansed by going in the word every day and reading the word and studying the word of God. Then we go into the um, the holy place. And when we get in the holy place, there's um, three items in there. There's the candlestick, the golden candlestick, the table of showbread, and the um, altar of incense. The candle, the golden candlestick represents um, 
there were three there were seven branches there were three branches on the left and three branches on the right and one main branch in the middle which represents Christ and the three branches on each side represents us the believers the saints and the oil olive oil flowed from the main branch to us which represents um the the candlestick represents Jesus being the light of the world and he shines his light the oil flows from the main branch to us the believers and which makes us righteous which makes our light shine which comes from him then we have the table of showbread the table of showbread had 12 cakes six stacks here and six stacks there beside one another which represents the 12 tribes of Israel and the showbread represents Jesus being the bread of life and it represents us being able to go in and fellowship with God um, the priest had to eat the showbread within the temple within the tabernacle they couldn't take it outside of the tabernacle because it was holy they had to eat it, it was, um, new showbread was made every seven days and they had to eat it only the priest and the priest the high priest could eat it within the tabernacle they couldn't take it outside of the tabernacle then we get to the um, altar of incense and the altar of incense represents um, the prayers of the saints the saints prayers would go up to God as a smoke like a sweet smelling aroma um, and the prayers it's like where Jesus was standing in the gap for us just like we pray and stand in the gap for people we send up prayers and intercession up to God and it goes into his nostrils as a sweet smelling aroma so God Jesus was stands in the gap for us um, then we go into the the Holy of Holies and in the Holy of O Holies there's the Ark of the Covenant and the mercy seat the Ark of the Covenant was made of wood and overlaid with gold the wood represents the humanity of God and the gold represents the deity of God um, perfection and the Ark of the Covenant had three items inside of it one was manna one was um, the Ten Commandments and the other was um, Aaron's rod which budded the manna represents how that was in there to remind them of how God provided for them in the wilderness the Ten Commandments were there to remind them of how they rebelled against God for his choice of choosing Aaron as the high priest and uh, um, Aaron's rod represents um, no no Aaron's rod represents how they rebelled against God for choosing Aaron as their high priest the Ten Commandments represent how um, they disobeyed God's law and they broke the covenant so that was in there to remind them of how they broke covenant with God and then over the top of the um, Ark of Covenant was the mercy seat and the mercy seat was a place of God where God dwelt um, that's where God spoke with Moses he told him that he would speak to him over the mercy seat and the mercy seat is where and they had to spread sprinkle blood on the mercy seat from the brazen altar which represented Christ how he sacrificed his life and his blood was shed for our sins um, and his blood continually cries mercy mercy even now today 
that same blood still has the same power. And also, thank you, Jesus. And also, um, the angels, the cherubim angels were over the mercy seat because that's where God spoke with Moses and that's where they met God between the mercy seat and the cherub angels and they were there to protect it. They were there to, they were made of pure gold. They were there to protect the mercy seat, to protect um, God's holiness and righteousness because when the blood was um, spread on the mercy seat, it represented Jesus' sacrifice, but Jesus had not yet went to the Father in heaven and placed the blood on the mercy seat in heaven. So they had to protect so that no one could enter, no one could touch the mercy seat that was holy. And when, and that's it. At the gate, they had to bring a perfect sacrifice. If the sacrifice wasn't perfect, they would, the priest wouldn't accept it. And Jesus was our perfect sacrifice. And after they would take the sacrifice into the, the courtyard, they would um, take and sacrifice it on the brazen altar, which meant um, justification. Jesus was our justification, acquitted us of all sin. And after the sacrifice, they would go to the laver, and they would wash their hands and their feet, which represented sanctification. Jesus sanctifying us through the word. Jesus was the word. And we sanctify ourselves each day in the word. And going into the most holy place, the priest went in. And on the south side was the, the candlestick, which um, represented the first fruit because it was made of the almond tree and it was to be lit every from morning to noon the priest had to do it and um it represented the it shined light over the um that room which Jesus is the light of the world and on the north side was the um table of showbread which the bread represented Jesus being the bread of life and it represented the 12 tribes of Israel. And it represented fellowship, where we could go in and fellowship. And right there before, the going into the most holy place was the altar of incense, where the priest would take the coals from the brazen altar, bring it in, put it on the um, altar of incense. And the incense were sweet incense mixed with salt and frankincense that they would put up there. And when they did it, it was bring smoke over and it would go over the curtain over to the mercy seat. And that represented the prayers of the saints going up before God. Jesus is interceding on our behalf before God. And as you go into the holies of holies, the most holy place, there's the Ark of the Covenant, and the mercy seat, the Ark of the Covenant, was to hold the Ten Commandments, Aaron's rod, and um, the jar of manna. The Ten Commandments represented the laws of God, which Jesus came to fulfill. And the manna represented the provision that God gave to the Israelites. 
and uh, Aaron Rod represented the priesthood. God chose Aaron to be the um, the priest that would go in, the um, high priest. And only the high priest could go in once a year behind the veil in the most holy place. And they would go in and they would sprinkle the blood from the sacrifice, the sac- the sacrificial offering, and they would sprinkle it on the, um, the mercy seat with their fingers. And so the mercy seat is where God came to commune with Moses. And the angels, the cherubims, represented protection, God-giving protection to Israel through the blood and for us through the blood. Jesus is sitting on the mercy seat for us. So uh, in order to get to the tabernacle, you had to, uh, they had to first enter the gates with a sacrifice that was not blemished. Um, so it had to be a perfect sacrifice. Um, the gates represent Jesus because Jesus is the only way to get to the Father. Um, so once you brought in the sacrifice that was perfect, uh, the priest would slay it. Uh, he would cut it from ear to ear. Um, he would sprinkle the blood on the altar that represents uh, atonement for sin. Um, After that, they will wash their hands and their feet um, um, because their hands and their feet will get dirty in the process. And and we are washed um, by the word, which is Jesus, through his word. Um, And after that, you would go into... um, also, too, uh, he would lay his hands on the on the uh, sacrifice, I think, because um, it's supposed to represent that it should have been you and not the sacrifice. So um, then after that, you go into um, the holy place where you have uh, the lampstand, the um, altar of incense, and the table of showbread. Um, the lampstand has seven branches. Um, the oil had to be a particular oil that burned because it had to burn continuously. Uh, it was checked on twice a day, um, in the morning and the evening. Uh, the table of showbread, uh, represented, um, fellowship between God's people and it represented the 12 tribes of Israel. Um, and the, uh, incense, uh, represented the heavenly aroma, um, for God's people. Um, and the smoke would go up um, into uh, the holy place, and it would represent um, the prayer of the saints. Then after that, you had the uh, you had uh, the you would go into uh, the holies of the holies, and you um, had the covenant. You had the covenant, covenant, the, the ark of the covenant. Um, and in there was um, the Ten Commandments, uh, which was the law, the law of God. Um, and uh, in there you had um, Aaron's rod, um, 
Uh, I think they threw down 12 rods, Aaron's rod butted, um, that represented um, how God chose Aaron to be the high priest, just like God was chosen. Um, and then you had the uh, mercy seed. And the mercy seed um, was made of pure gold, and they sprinkled the blood on the mercy seed uh, once a year to represent the, the complete atonement of sin. Um, and it represents um, how God's blood to this day uh, is still merciful. One more after Kathy. What y'all think? Somebody said, mm hmm. We'll see who that's going to be. Amen. Um, talking about the, uh, the pattern of God. Uh, let me get my focus right. I lost focus of everything. Everything just went out the window, just threw a whole. <laughs> Uh, okay, talk about the pattern with the old and, and how it represents the new. Everything is, it represent, the Old Testament represents what, where we are now. Um, talking about back then, you know, because of the people's sin, uh, they could not go directly to God. So uh, we're talking about the tabernacle, and uh, there was uh, curtains to separate like the gate to separate the people from the inside the tabernacle because they, they didn't have uh, free access to go in there because of your sins. And the, uh, it was made of curtains and had so many uh, posts um, to hold these curtains. There were curtains made of fine linen, white fine linen on the side. And then uh, in the front there were curtains woven with um, fine goat's hair of uh, purple, uh, scarlet, and, uh, and blue. And um, that, uh, that was, okay, and the only one can go in is the priest, Aaron and his sons. Okay, and when he went in there, he had to bring a uh, sacrifice because you had to bring a blood sacrifice before God um, for the remission of sins. So there was the um, altar sacrifice right there, and uh, it was always burning, and there was uh, four horns on each, each corner of that altar sacrifice, which uh, represents uh, power and strength. And... The priest would take a, uh, a goat or a bullock, and he would slit his throat, which represents uh, our, us being sacrificed. So, you know, put his head on the um, his hand on the head of the animal, which represents it could it should have been us, and um, he would uh, offer this animal as a blood sacrifice, and then he would go to the uh, the laver labor, which is a bowl, a basin filled with water where the priest would have to wash his hands and his feet 
because his body was already uh, clean. He had to wash his hands because of what he may have touched, his feet because of where he had, may have traveled. You know, his feet was dirty before he could enter in through that uh, next veil. And that, that um, curtain was also uh, scarlet, blue, and purple. And uh, so the priest went into that, entered after he washed in the uh, laver, he would go enter to the next veil. And on one side of the room, there was a, a golden candlestick, which was made of wood. They made um, the altar also, and, the, and all these things, uh, what's called uh, shittim wood or cassia, cassia wood. And they overlaid it with, uh, they overlaid the candlestick with pure gold, going back to the candlestick, pure gold. And it was carved out of one piece of material. Uh, had, the middle was the stand, and then it had six candles sticking, you know, on it, which you had to uh, use pure oil in it every day. And that, that candlestick, the six uh, candles represent man, and that uh, the stand represented uh, Jesus Christ and that we're one with him. And that's why it had to be one solid piece instead of just, uh, you know, breaking it up and putting it together. But it was just one to represent that we are one in Christ. And so it was ever burning, representing that Jesus is the light of the world. And he um, shines when we're in him. He shines through us. And so that's why we have to let our light so shine now in this in this dispensation so that men could so that we can glor- men can see our good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven and so, so men can be see Jesus. So we have to always let our light so shine the light of Jesus. And then on the other side of the room was the table of shoe bread on the ta- and that table had twelve uh, stacks uh, I mean twelve pieces of bread and t- two stacks of six and um, it was sprinkled with frankincense, you know, um, to get let out. Of, it was made of specific uh, ingredients, and it gave off an aroma. And these uh, two stacks of bread represent the 12 tribes of Israel. And uh, the priest had to uh, eat this bread and this table, and Jesus is the bread of life. Jesus is the bread of life, and that's what it uh, represents now also in today, and which is the word, the word of God. And we have to eat that word and eat that bread and come together in fellowship because the table represents fellowship with one, one, with one another and with, with Jesus Christ. So it's about fellowship, and the Bible tells us to forsake not ourselves the assembling of the saints, as some have done. So it's important that we do come together and fellowship, break bread together and fellowship. Um, then the, uh, after they did this, these things, they had to go. There was in the middle was the um, uh, candle of incense. And this candle um, it had pure, pure oil, 
and you it, it represented prayer it was always it was burning and the the aroma would go up into the lord as a as a sweet smelling savor and just like us when we pray and, and and when we worship god it has to go up to him as a sweet smelling savor you know they talk about the strange fire you know god is not going to accept anything it has to be pure it has to be sweet say, uh, smelling because we can't go into enter to the holies of holies until we have unless we are pure unless we're pure and um so the priests could do this but well, the only one that could enter into the holies of holies um, it's the high priest and um, there was another veil before you get to the holies of holies and it was made out of these uh, colors too representing um, the blood of Jesus uh, uh, God's divinity deity I mean and uh, what was the other one okay it escaped me <laughs> okay then you after you uh, go through that veil then there's the mercy seat the mercy seat was made of uh, coated with pure gold and it was made of wood and coated with pure gold and inside that mercy seat i mean the ark of the covenant i mean the ark of the covenant and inside the ark of the covenant was uh aaron's rod which uh had budded which represents jesus being the first fruit, you know, the almond buds, which represent Jesus being the first fruit, had the testimony, which is also known as the, the uh, Ten Commandments, and it had a a um, a bowl of, you know, to remind the people how God gave manna, and the people rejected the manna in the bowl. And on top of that was the lid, which is the mercy seat, and uh, that's had two cherubs on on each end, one cherub on one end, one cherub on the other end, and that 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 lid was made out of pure gold, and um, it the angels' wings touched because it was like a covering. The covering is where Jesus sitting in today, where whereas today Jesus sitting on the mercy seat right now, um, in his on interceding for our behalf having mercy on us and this this uh mercy seat the priest had to sprinkle it with the blood of jesus back then because you know it had to be a blood sacrifice whereas nowadays jesus was the ultimate sacrifice so he shed his blood for us so that's of course we know that's why we don't have to bring any more uh, blood sacrifice the only sacrifice we need now is the sacrifice of praise and so that allows us to enter in and we praise God and worship the spirit and truth and that ushers us into that holy that holy place that that holy place and we have free access nowadays because of the blood of Jesus um let me see that leaving thing yeah God is above the uh the mercy seat God is above the mercy seat um I think that's it I believe that's all Okay. Well, this is what we're gonna do. Who going? Who's going next week? Kim, Brother Willie. Um, I meant to tell you, um, Deacon Newton. I was gonna select you and Deacon um, Willie for next week. So we got 
uh, Kim, both deacons, and Brother Hayes. And would that wrap it up with everybody after them? Athea, didn't you do it, Athea? Didn't you go halfway through it? As far as you went? Oh, okay. Yeah, you didn't do it. Okay. So we're going to try to wrap it up. And Denise? Okay. How many more we got? Wow. Y'all going to have to make this real speedy so we can get everybody in so we don't have to keep cutting Bible uh, school short. So, can somebody write that down for me so we'll know who's going next week? I don't know about y'all, but I'm enjoying it. Man, I'd be like, wow, wow, that's good, that's good. My baby's over here leaping. Yeah, it's good, it's good. Next week, we got both deacons, Brother Hayes and Kim. And if we have enough time, we got Athea after Kim. I know Denise haven't went, my husband haven't went, Manny haven't went, and Jonas haven't went, have not gone. You got the two deacons, you got Kim, Brother Hayes, and Athea. Okay. All right, so we give God glory for what we have learned on tonight, y'all. Amen. Can we get, do we have any?